good to get this guy in the Freak Nation for numerous reasons. One, the fact that, and I'm not being flippant, that he's still alive. He went through COVID-19, came out the other end, and thank goodness could pick up the phone and give us a call. Bobby Bennett, editor of CompetitionPlus.com, your go-to source for all things drag racing. Bobby, how in the hell are you feeling right about now, bud? Well, I'm feeling a lot better than I was 80 days ago. I can tell you that much. Yeah, it, that's that's what's fascinating about this, Bobby, for me at least, is that it is 80. I was thinking five or six weeks ago, but it's been that long since you went through COVID-19 and and all those dire circumstances. Now, what are, what are the repercussions? Are there any repercussions uh, now that you've had that? Well, uh, you know, I, before I got sick, I mean, uh, I still maintain that somewhat of a linebacker figure, albeit gravita- gravitational pull been kind of tough on me over the years being on the road. But, you know, I used to run two and two and a half miles. Now I can run a mile and sound like a, 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 a fat boy running a 10 yard dash because you just can't breathe after this deal. And, uh, unfortunately there are after effects of this stuff. You just don't ever shake, shake out of, you know, there's, um, uh, you know, you, you can't breathe on, on the best day. I could probably get about 94% oxygen percentage. And I really didn't have the breathing problems till after I was past the COVID. And of course there's the migraines when they come through. I mean, it's just like somebody sticks an ax right in the middle of your, forehead on back and you know it's just stuff like that and you know there's some psychological stuff but you know mm-hmm. anyway that's that's just what it is you know some people win the lottery i won covid lucky me oh boy bobby bennett competitionplus.com editor and creator of competitionplus.com joining us here in the freak nation before we get into some nhra questions do you know how you contracted it uh, I'm about, you know, the whole thing is, is everybody has a belief of where they got it, how they got it and all, but nobody really, really ever knows where, where they get this thing because you never see it coming. You only know it's coming when it slaps you in the face. And, and the thing is, is I was coming back from a, uh, from a, the Bakersfield March meet. And I was on a flight from uh, LAX to Charlotte, you know, because I, you know, I was going on like seven weekends in a row on the road, back and forth from the, you know, the East and West Coast. And so I caught this flight and I, and the whole plane flight, people are coughing, hacking, coughing, going on. I'm like, oh, great. I don't have a mask. But you know what? This COVID crap happens to everybody else. Mm-hmm. So I was on my way to the NHRA Gator Nationals and my uh, staff photographer, Roger Richards, who's been with me for like 20 years, you know, when I got this crazy idea to put the news on the Internet, mm-hmm. uh, he, he he said, Bubba, you, you might as well turn around and go back home. I said, what? He said, they postponed the event. They're, they're going to run it later on, this COVID thing. I said, you've got to be freaking kidding me and i don't think i said freaking uh, i i just said this is stupid that all this is is political it's a hoax oh my god but you know what i'll take a weekend off so i turned around and came home 
And the next morning, I'm sitting there trying to figure out how I'm going to fill content for the whole weekend. And then the hoax hit me. And, boy, it was like, I just automatically felt like a, a, a nitro car running on four cylinders. That's how bad it hit me. And I'm like, oh, crap. I said, that's just great. I got the flu now. So <laughs> I just told my wife, I said, I'm going to go lay down. And she said, you must not be feeling well because <laughs> I'm just grinding all the time. So I go to the, uh, I get up the next morning. I feel worse. And they give me, uh, uh, you know, like a uh, antibiotic. And it makes me worse. And I'm like, well, this is not having the desired effect here. So it was like everything they would give me worked just the opposite against me. And I'm like, this is like no flu I've ever had. So, you know, like fast forward two days later, I'm starting to run a fever and I go to the hospital and I'm running a fever that has grown like within an hour, one degree, one full degree. And uh, the doctor comes back and he says, well, you don't have the flu. I said, no crap, Sherlock. Uh, of course, I was feeling pretty full of myself about that time. You know me. I'm not one to really hold back, not in print or, you know, to a doctor. I <laughs> so love he, Yeah, he said, well, here, sign in. To, uh, we're going to give you this login. You can sign in to My Health Updates. And if you need to communicate with your doctor, you can. Well, I went home that night. My fever went all the way to 103. And then it just kept every day. It would break in the middle of the night, and it would just keep going up 103, and then it went up to 104. And this was like Thursday of this week, and I said, I wrote a letter to this My Health Update to talk to my doctor. I said, and this is the headline on my email, and I was not exaggerating, all caps. It says, I am dying here. <laughs> and it's, I just I explained everything I was going through. Uh, I said, I can't eat, uh, I can't keep anything down, Can't my stomach's just a mess, I'm running a fever and everything. So I go to bed and, that night, and then I get an email back the next day from their customer service, this hospital. And it says, you have sent this email to the wrong place. Oh. This is customer service. Please reach out to your doctor uh, and, and talk to him, or if it's an emergency, dial 911. I said, oh, boy, that's just great. You know, trying to, I, I might as well have been trying to call Mars to get my doctor. I mean, it's just oh, like I had the plague. And so I had a friend that owned a funeral parlor, uh, a funeral uh, home, and I didn't call him because I needed to make arrangements. I just called him. I said, dude, you got to. You got to talk to the DHEC people, departmental Department of Health and Environmental Control. I'm sorry, I'm still just a little bit short of breath. It's still, still the the, the uh, struggle is real here. But uh, and I told him, I said I, I, I'll not make it another day. And uh, he called his his uh, connection, the big head lady at. DHEC, who was heading up the COVID-19 in South Carolina, because you got to remember, this this thing was like rocket science. Nobody knew anything. And so they, uh, the lady got on there with me because of HIPAA laws. She couldn't let him tell her anything. She had to hear it from me. And uh, 
it was a three-way call. She asked me to hang up, and she told him, said, get him to the hospital. He'll not make it another day. Not gonna, wow. He won't make it another day. So uh, oh uh, I got to the... I got to the hospital and, you know, I've got type two diabetes. Actually that's drag racing because when I started this deal, I was perfect health athlete, everything. (laughs) And then I got type two diabetes and this is how I handled that with my doctor. He says, you're a diabetic. I said, I don't have time to be a diabetic. He said, well, it's got time for you. So, (laughs) you know, so (laughs) this, you know, the, the sad part about it is, is you're isolated in there in your bedroom before, you know, all of this, I would not let my wife or kids around me. So you feel like the ogre in the dungeon. So they bring your food when you can eat, you know, and and just open the door and kind of slide it over on the dresser and close it real fast. And it's just like, God, I'm not going to bite anybody's arm off, you know, because and at the time you can't eat anything if you eat anything you throw it up and if you don't eat anything you throw up because you haven't been able to eat anything and it messes with every part of your body every aspect mentally physically emotionally everything so when they told my wife, they said, you got to get him in here. You got to get him in here now. That was a drive that I hardly ever said two words, hardly said two words to her because I couldn't breathe. And, uh, that night, and, and, you know, I don't throw my faith on everybody, but that I'm not ashamed of it either. And, and that Thursday night or that Friday night, I asked God to take my life. I said, I can't take this anymore. Please kill me please kill me. I can't take this anymore. So, you know, and, uh, you know, we always say, you know, and again, I'm not preaching to anybody, but God works in mysterious ways. Cause an hour later, my wife stuck her head in and she said, don't you dare die on us. We can't make it without you. And, uh, that just, you know, that just hit you. I said, well, I'll fight for one more day. So, understand I've been married to my wife for 18 years and she's the best thing that ever happened to me. But when we were driving to that hospital, the nurses dressed in full hazmat looking uniforms, they, they tell her, she rolls down the window. They said, do not get out of this car. Do not park. You cannot come in this hospital. You go back home. And they open the door and I, I got in a wheelchair. They helped me out into a wheelchair because I really didn't have enough strength. And I looked at her thinking this was the last time I'd ever see her, you know. And I told her, I said, I love you. You're the best thing ever happened to me. And, you know, and that's some of the psychological things that, that you go through in this. You know, I'd watch racers get hurt or die and everything. And, yes, it tears me up. But this time it got very personal. And just so you know, while I had the COVID and running a hundred three degree temperature, I was still working on competition plus. Oh, gee, Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, hey, yeah. the news don't stop because you got a, a unhealable disease. <laughs> but, oh, man. So, Bobby know, Bennett joining to- us from Competition Plus. You're hearing his story, his incredible story of making it through COVID nineteen. And it's just, I, it's amazing that we're talking to you right now. It's just, 
I just, well, I don't know what to say, but it also we've in. seen now that you were the beginning of this big wave in the United States. We've also seen now that Todd Smith, crew chief at NHRA, he's been hit pretty, or he was hit pretty bad and, and recovered from it. Uh, who is it? Juke, pro stock motorcycle racer, racer as well. There have been a couple of guys with Stuart Haas racing in NASCAR and Team Penske in NASCAR. Who We're going to hear some others. That's just the way this damn virus is. How do you feel when you see NASCAR going off and now bringing in some fans and then knowing that IndyCar and NHRA are going to, at least as of now, still happen in July? There's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing. Those masks, that's the biggest freaking joke. If you think that mask is going to stop this thing, you're kidding yourself. You're kidding yourself. It's going to go right through it. That's what it was meant to be. And I mean, this this virus, everything that they would give me in this hospital worked just the opposite. Everything. And I mean, I'm telling you, honest goodness truth, when I rolled in that hospital and they took my temperature and I saw the look on that nurse's face like, oh my gosh, my temperature was 104.4 on day number eight. And my blood sugar was 387. She's like, how you didn't end up in a diabetic coma? I don't know. I said, because I have the will to live and I'm going to kick this thing's ass. And of course, you got to look at it like I'm I'm six, uh, I'm like six shades of death here. You Mm -hmm. know, I mean, I, you know, there's road hard and put away wet. And then there's what I look like. You know, (laughs) I look like... By about day number 12 of this thing, I look like Tom Hanks on Shipwrecked Island, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> one Screaming of my friends, for Wilson. I, yeah, one of my friends, I FaceTimed and he said, please don't do that. You're scaring me. <laughs> and uh, so, and so it's just, you know, it's one of these things, you know, it's like I got to go. I'm coming to cover the, at first, I was not going to come around to race until they had a cure for this thing. And I realized uh, I have a better chance of getting a trip to the moon than they have a cure in this thing anytime soon. So, you know, is this thing going to define what my life becomes? And I'm like, no, you know, I- I've survived COVID. Nothing else scares me, even the COVID again. And it's just like, now I got to go into this humid, hot Indianapolis, not even right. being able to breathe. And now I got to, I got to wear a mask out there, you know, and it just so, like. Do you think this is really going to go off? Do you think the NHRA will really go off in July and August? We've, we've got cases increasing throughout the country now. Yes, we will. See, see, the whole thing is, is uh, you know, the whole thing that NASCAR and all these people are worried about. They're not worried, and and this is just my pure opinion. They're not worried about other people catching this. They're worried about getting sued and held liable for it. Yeah, I mean, Makes sense. And the fact is, is that nobody a bit more can. I can tell you why I thought I caught it, but you can't. You know what I mean? And, and you know, people call me a conspiracy theorist or whatever, but. I just know what I experienced, and it was like no flu I ever had in my life. Well, Bobby, the good news is this, is that uh, you stuck around to be a part of 20 years of the Freak Nation, 20 years of Competition Plus. We're glad that you did this. we got to go to break, man, but my, my friend, uh, power to you. 
Keep trudging on, will you? We need you. I can't wait to see you again. Right. Hey, quit. Got a boy. <laughs> right. All right, Bobby. We're thinking about you, man. Good luck. Thank you. Did I waste all your time? No, no. no it's uh, an incredible it's, story. That's riveting radio, brother. Thank you, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm too pissed off to quit. That you know? <laughs> yes. I'm Bobby serious. Bennett I'm with competitionplus.com <laughs> here in the Freak Nation.